everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And once again, it is a super special episode of Q-Tips, because today it's just me and Paul. Yay! Yeah! So, I think we've had an episode like this with everybody, where it was just me and Bill, and me and Zach, and now me and you, and that's just, I just want everyone to know that I will always be here for you. Maybe not the other guys, but I will always be here for you. (laughs) We're just a bunch of slackers. Yeah, you're not dedicated to sparkle motion. (laughs) So on that note, I'll pass it to you. What a surprise. Oh, man, I don't think I was ready. Oh, thanks, Renee. Um, So this weekend, unlike at this pulling a bill, unlike everybody else in America, I actually went and saw Indiana Jones and the (laughs) Diary of Destiny. Woo! It is actually, it's considered one of the most expensive films ever made, and it's Mm. making money like The Flash, which The Flash was such a big bomb that it was like number three in the worst bombs ever. So there we go. Um, Yeah, it was was okay. I think it needed some trimming. Two and a half hours Mm. is way too long. But Mm. but that kind of inspired me. Um, There were a lot of, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark inspired a lot of uh, adventure tales, sort of a rebirth of adventure tales. And uh, I've got a couple here that are are the least rip-off-y of it, but still inspired. My first one is from only three years after it came out, 1984. It's Romancing the Stone, uh, starring Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas, and Danny DeVito. Uh, it basically really amps up the romantic comedy aspects of it, uh, of the whole thing, where Kathleen Turner is a romance novelist, and reasons, 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 she gets lost in the jungle, and... and uh, is she and Michael Douglas, he's like an adventurer and, and reasons, reasons, reasons. And then Danny DeVito is a bad guy who's after this jewel, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't really matter. It's, it's very funny, very fun. It's a, a great little romantic comedy and Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito all sort of at the height of their powers. Uh, and it's playing on Tubi. And uh, speaking of people at the height of their powers, I'll pass this to um, Renee. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I have a theme this week, and my theme is Seth Breedlove. This guy, (laughs) have you heard of Seth Breedlove? Uh, um, uh, Google, 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 Google. (laughs) No. He is a prolific cryptid documentarian. Ooh. Yeah. And he has about 23 films to his name. Amongst them is uh, obviously what I'm recommending. And amongst those would be On the Trail of Bigfoot or Alaskan Coastal Sasquatch or Terror in the Sky. So just all sorts of really fun, you know, The Mothman of Point Pleasant was another one that he did, which I believe he actually won an award for that one. Oh. Yeah. So just very fun uh, documentary type movies. And so my very first recommendation for you is Skinwalker, Howl of the Rougarou. Ooh. Or say, ooh. Yeah. So the Rougarou is a legend that has been spread mostly from French settlers to Louisiana. It's very popular in the Cajun culture. And a lot of times it, you know, was parents telling their kids that if you don't act right, that the Rougarou is going to get you. It's, it's kind of described as a human with a wolf head, sort of, you know, werewolfish. And because of that, 
you know, they kind of dubbed it as a skinwalker because it has these kind of shape-shifting abilities. So this is, you know, a good old documentary. It's interesting because it, you know, just brings up a lot of the folklore and the legend. And amongst all of that, they talk about, you know, the history of the area and the geography and things like that and and the culture, really, and and how they decided to start doing a Rougarou festival to kind of keep that legend alive and in turn, you know, bringing awareness and protection to the swamplands. So overall, it's just a very interesting documentary. You hear a lot of interviews with local people and historians, and then you hear a lot of eyewitness accounts from people that are, obviously, nobody knows what what they really saw, but you can just tell from the way these people are delivering their stories that they truly believe that they experienced what they did. Um, so yeah, it was really entertaining. And once again, it is called Skinwalker, Owl of the Rougarou. And of course you can watch that on Tubi. Yay. So yeah, I will uh, pass it back to you. I'm going to pick up, pull up a big bowl of Rougarou. Rougarou sounds like, <laughs> like, it sounds like a Cajun dish. Is it like it does actually. Yeah. A, I, I'd like some of that Rougarou, please. All right. <laughs> That's my best Cajun accent. That was terrible. Well, <laughs> back to back to my theme of of not not ripoffs, but some had to have had some inspiration from the Indiana Jones Indiana Jones films. This one we jump ahead twenty years to two thousand four, and we have an adventurer who's who's trying to protect or or find uh, a, a treasure that that is also being pursued by a bunch of bad guys and so forth. Why it's what kind of treasure it? It's a national treasure starring yeah! Nicolas Cage playing on Disney Plus. I have a I have an unreasonable love for this film series. I have not watched did not watch the TV series. They apparently did a Disney Plus series. I didn't watch it. But I do have an unreasonable love for the national treasure films. <laughs> and the first one, he has to steal the the was it the I can't remember. I should have I should have looked it up first. Is it the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution? Um, I think it was the Declaration oops, of Independence. Declaration of Independence, yeah, and it for reasons, and it is it is very silly. It is very fun. Uh, I don't think it really takes itself too seriously. It is, it it, it is just a a blast as far as I'm concerned. Is it a good film? Uh, we'll just leave it like that. We'll just leave uh, dead air for that. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just leave dead air for the answer on that. Is it a good film? I don't know. But it's two hours and 11 minutes, which is shorter than Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And if I had to watch one of them again, it would be National Treasure. And speaking of a National Treasure, <laughs> I'll pass this to you, Renee. I oh, thank you so much, man. I tell you, these segues to me are awfully nice. Not so much maybe for you guys, but for me, they are always awfully nice. <laughs> So my second recommendation is another one. Now, this this cryptid is a little bit more popular than the Rougarou. This one is called Bloodlines, the Jersey Devil Curse. Woo! Yeah. Yes, that's right. So in uh, the Jersey, say, Philly folklore in the area is about a creature that inhabits the forest, you know, generally in the Pine Barrens area. And they kind of describe it as... It's sort of maybe like a flying goat creature. It's just a little strange. It has a tail and it lets off these loud shrieking noises. Just a very scary situation. 
what I really enjoyed about this one is they had a lot of reenactments and they were really <laughs> pretty great. They had one and they tried to like take it through the time when, you know, the Jersey devil was, you know, say haunting people through the centuries. So it started oh, out. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of their first reenactment started out as like a silent film. And then, Oh, it oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was very cute. It was, it was, they were a lot of fun to watch. And so, it was very entertaining and much like, you know, other documentaries and the other, you know, it has a lot of eyewitness accounts and theories and uh, historians. And this one is very interesting because it talked a lot about the newspaper industry and how the newspapers were really battling each other for sales. And, you know, and how these stories maybe manifested and grew into these big urban legends, mostly due down to marketing. And just a really, really interesting, yeah, really interesting story. I really enjoyed it a lot. And again, the it's just the I just found the reenactments to be quite entertaining. So yeah, this one is called Bloodlines: The Jersey Devil Curse. And once again, you can watch that on my favorite streaming network, Tubi. Yay! Yeah. Since we're short a couple um, members today. Yeah, do you have a? I have a bonus one that um, I was I was actually holding off because I thought somebody else would do it this week, and so I was I'll let somebody else do it. But I've got a bonus one that's that that's uh, timely, I guess, in a in a rather mm. sad way. Mm. Yeah. So so back in I think it was January February, actor actor Julian Sands went mm. for a hike in the mountains in in California and disappeared. And just recently, they recovered some remains and, and identified them as Julian Sands. And uh, um, he's known for a lot of films. Uh, but this is the one that the first one I saw him in. And that's 1989's Warlock on Tubi and Freebie. It is a very fun kind of uh, time travel film where Julian Sands is an evil warlock from the 17th century who reasons ends up in (laughs) in 1987 or i think i think 1989 1989 um los angeles and he's followed by redfern played by richard e grant who is a is a um a witch hunter and uh, he runs into laurie singer who is a a plays cassandra who's just sort of a 20 something down on her luck not really kind of going nowhere and uh, so they're pursuing him, and it's it's really fun. It even has a cameo by Mary Warnov in it. Um, the apparently some of like the the more horrendous, hor- horrific things were actually removed from it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one part where it's just pretty much mentioned in passing that he had uh, killed a child and used its fat uh, to create a flying potion. But apparently there were they had actually filmed where they showed that, but they didn't have that in there. Um, it's a it's a great film. I really loved it. Um, it's funny and it's, it spawns several sequels, which I don't think I ever bothered to watch because I thought it ended perfectly. Um, but that's Warlock starring the late Julian Sands on Tubi and Freebie. And uh, would you happen to have any bonus ones lined up, Renee? Or sorry, you know, put you on the spot. No, no, no. That's okay because I actually was just going to mention that, uh, you know, if, if anybody really enjoyed <laughs> my recommendations, you could uh, search for Seth Breedlove on Tubi. There is a lot more of his movies there. And they do have The Mothman of Point Pleasant on Tubi. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. love me some Mothman. 
It's true. They also do have the Mothman of Point Pleasant on Prime Video. So you can oh. watch it without ads. Yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah, even better. So, yeah, so I guess that's all we have. Do you have, wow. would you happen to have anything to sing <laughs> us out with? Does this mean I can do an extended song since, uh, <laughs> you know, since we have a short time? Uh, I actually do, in honor of Julian Sands, um, but not from Warlock. Uh, one of the other, one of the first films he really became uh, famous with was Room with a View. So I'd like to uh, sing. That always that always reminded me of the uh, 1980s jangle pop band uh, Let's Actives, a song from their debut album Afoot. Um, it is Room with a View. Love through prisms, life through crash. Break it down to competing parts and broken parts. Oh no, start again. For the weekend of July 7th. Paul recommended Romancing the Stone, available on Tubi, and National Treasure, available on Disney Plus, and Warlock, available on Tubi and Freebie. I recommended Skinwalker, Howl of the Rougarou, available on Tubi, and Bloodlines, The Jersey Devil Curse, also available on Tubi. I wish I was invisible. I'm going to spare you the rest of it, but there you go. What is who sang that? Uh, Let's Active. They are a jangle pop band from the 1980s, uh, from Winston Salem, North Carolina, fronted by by um, Mitch Easter, mostly known as a record producer, and uh, that's from their debut EP, Afoot, on nice. on IRS Records. So there you go. IRS Records. Oh. Yeah, and uh, when I was in when I was in college, sophomore year, though. Somebody had painted it previously year on the wall of our room was the little IRS logo guy from IRS Records, by the way. Just in case you know that some some Paul trivia. <laughs>